points of articulation podcast i am your host jamie wolves joined as per usual by uh he looks like a badly dressed baguette it's dan bassett hello everybody how we all doing how we all doing out there in podcast land it's all... time for another edition of your favorites they're all really good every single one of them apart from a couple a couple are on hard times but apart from that everyone else is fine that's Good news. It's good news. What's what's going on with you, Jamie? Anything strange or exciting happened in the last seven um, days? No, not really. We've done some Christmas shopping early, prepared. Um, have you done much Christmas shopping yourself? Not at all. Just become anxious about it happening. Oh, we shouldn't do. Um, my dad never used to buy ours till like a week before. But did you not have like Santa this and like the pretense of Santa? We used to like um, sort of draw circles in the Argos catalogue. You know the the old yes. fold the corner down and, and then well. and then my dad just used to throw the catalogue away. It would come December, like <laughs> so we just never used to allude to it. Like November, we'll be like circling our little bits, or looking forward mm. to it, and then December the first hits, it fucks the catalogue out the window and and just doesn't stick to it. What did Santa bring you then? Just general, like I couldn't ride a bike till I was about eighteen. So what? yeah, I couldn't ride a bike till I was about eighteen. Um, what just we never thought? Well, yeah, as a kid, I just never had any balance. So my brothers and stuff for Christmas one year all got um, all got bikes, brand new bikes, and I got one of those like four in one sets. There was like a table football. Ice ho- sort of the, the air hockey and yeah. um, but then all they used to do, my brothers would just ride their bikes and then come home and just play my table, <laughs> table tennis, whatever it was. Um, so you only be half involved in things. I never got lucky, really, to be honest. Um, and how how did you learn to ride a bike at eighteen? Then how did how did that go? I think it was just and I needed a way to get home, and there was a bike there. I was like, it can't be too hard. And then yeah, just 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 jumped on and away away I popped. Jesus. Mm. Well, I've read, ridden a lady before I've ridden a bike. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, a few years ago, my dad bought me a shaver. Like, this was 10 years back. And, like, I'd been fully into my beard growing by then. I was like, yeah, 23. And um, he bought me a shaver. So he bought me. It was like a, looked like a proper last minute job. And he, he, I sat in my room, and he, he come in, and he was like, "Right, I was like, yeah, all right." He's like, uh, "That shaver I got you is quite good, isn't it?" I said, "I've not really looked at it." To be honest, just sort of sat watching TV, and he was like, "Oh, get it out of the box, have a look." I was like, "All right," I'm just sort of watching my TV at the moment. He was like, "Oh, go on, let's get out of the box." So I had to like take it out of the box and then sort of look at it. He was like, "So in it?" I was like, "Yeah, it's good." And he was like, "Yeah." Turn it on. I was like, well, <laughs> turn it on. So I was like, all right. 
so let's turn it on and going in. I was like, oh yeah, that works. He was like, have a shave. I was like, what's that? <laughs> he was like, have a, sh- have a shave. I was like, oh no, I've just, because uh, my, my beard was quite like big at the time. I was like, oh no, I don't really want to shave. Have a shave, go on. Sure, it works. I was like, all right. So I just shaved like a massive chunk into my beard. And he went, that's all right, isn't it? And then just left. And I was like, ah, oh, no. <laughs> I'll sort the rest. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Me. Did you shave it all off then? I'd shave it all off. Um, you have left any kind of soul patch or anything like, well, you already are red. So. No, I don't want to be confused for Pitbull. So. <laughs> Mr. I Mr. did hear your. I did hear Gary was a wild one. <laughs> Mister three hundred five pounds. <laughs> um, I mean, I did an interview, well, an interview like a, like a podcast with Toy Collector Chris this week. It was up on Monday for anyone that is interested. Um, just type in Toy Collector Chris on wherever you get your podcast and find it. We talk about the retro world and if the bubble is gone. Um, spoiler alert. We've got some new to Epic Toys coming up. Uh, so no, it hasn't. Yeah, it has, but not for this. <laughs> not for this. Uh, we also had the Pointies, uh, week two of the Pointies, round three and four. Uh, Mattel Retro and Superstars saw Hall and Nash sail through with 28%. And I thought they were outsiders. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. We, we know who they are, and now we know why they're here, to win a Pointy. You know who I am? Yeah. You, but you don't know why I'm here. And Zombie Sailor also was up to bat uh, and Raven come through with the goods of 32%. Never more. Oh, quote the Raven. Yeah, no. Uh, I'm surprised it didn't go more but people are into some of the other figures. So, yeah, that and Danhausen were, were tossing up. Um, so I even looked at Danhausen come out in January. So that just just made the uh, just made the list and it, it gave put the shitters up Raven, but Raven kidnapped my child, so he had to win. Yeah, exactly. I've got, I've got your kids, Dan. I've got your kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, both, both the Raven. <laughs> Let's crack on with some news. It's just some sexy boys, sexy boys. Talking about some new toys. It's just some sexy boys. It's just some sexy boys. Talking about some new toys. Check these things out, girls. Hands on the merchandise. No need for the German accent from me then. What a fantastic jingle. What a <laughs> Wasn't it lovely? Yeah, yeah. It, it, normally, normally it's quite good, but this week just felt, just felt a little bit better. It felt that bit better. I don't know yeah. what it is, but a gloomy November, mid-November Wednesday, probably morning podcast. You're listening to this, and you just listen to sexy boys talk about sexy toys on your commute. Please don't pull over and masturbate. And pull over and pull off. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do, do it safely. Keep your hands off. Keep your hands off the merchandise. Uh, sure, okay. Um, 
So we got a, a, oh a, a bucket load of epic news. Um, we do, and it just came it came in a big packet. I tell you what, the biggest uh, epic news is Luke Shadbolt likes Turkish delight chocolate. It's fucking disgusting. We should probably stop promoting this company. <laughs> <laughs> Report him. Put on a list. Oh, oh yeah, no, I know. To be fair, everybody was like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" Um, so, yeah, um, I think it's normally if someone from England goes for a Turkish diet, they come out with a full head of hair and 32 new teeth, but not Luke. Um, my friend Ryan and listener did that and he looks great. Oh, well, yeah. well, well done to him. Yeah, uh, no, so... I'd, I'd love to go for like the old teeth and, and hair job. I think, I don't know, I thought well, I'd, I'd improve pictures with both of them. You know what I mean? Well, I'd love to go because he got to go for two days and got to sleep in a bed by himself and not be woken up in the night and stuff. So I, I'd go for That's that. A treat. Is that yeah. We, um, <laughs> basically, some of my family, so me, my dad, and my brother, Matt, who's like two above me, we all have this thing where like we get, it's not like acne, but it's like some sort of like, you get a spot back of your head like every now and again. Um, probably. Um, yeah. So like, dad was like, I'm going to get it. Depression again, don't do the voice. He was like, oh, I'm, uh, I've got to go to Amsterdam to get it sucked out. And I was like, I was like, all right. He's like, yeah. I was like, go to Amsterdam for it, have you? He's like, yeah. I was like, I've Googled it and it, it isn't, there is one in London and one in Bristol that does it. He's like, no, no, I've got to go to Amsterdam. Um, so he <laughs> fucked off for five days to Amsterdam. He definitely got something sucked out. Oh, good lord, I'm waiting for that. <laughs> uh, first bit of news from Epic. Uh, Powers of Pain are likely to leave the factory end of this week, um, which means that it should be in Epic HQ early to mid next week, I'd say. So what's That's that? the whole, yeah. Third week in November. I'm very excited. It's just time to get excited. It's it's not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's um, time to uh, wait for them to come and then get excited. Then get excited. Uh, yeah. It's it's important to know obviously the demolition uh, will be shipped after uh, the magnets are taking them like, a little bit longer. Um, so I would say that it's a matter of weeks though, as in to be this year. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a delay. It's just the powers of pain are early. So this was, yeah, this was always going to be the case as well. By the way, listeners. Um, yeah. So you know. Also, um, so please, 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 when you see someone getting powers of pain and you're like, "Where's mine?" Check whether you ordered it with demolition or the British Bulldogs if you did it in the last pre-order, um, because uh, you're getting it when the rest comes in. Yeah. Um. So wherever the last one is that you order, whether it's you order with, with demolition, they'll be shipped with demolition. If you order by yourself, they'll be shipped by themselves. The powers of pain. If you ship with Bulldog, then. It'll ship with Bulldog. That's the, the general gist of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that sounds like a plan to me. And it makes perfect sense as well. But every single time you get people complaining that they didn't. Yeah. I mean, they did open the pre-orders again over the weekend and, and did get messages saying, I missed it. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Mr. Pre-order it again. Stop. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. Yeah. But um, all single orders will be shipped. That makes perfect sense. So if you order powers of pain on their own in the next couple of weeks, they're gonna be in your house. We're in That's your house thing. and they're gonna be bloody lovely as well. They do, they really look good. They really, really barbarian's good. little bit of landing strip that he's got. I'm big into it to be a true. A bar Brazilian. 
if we say something weird about the warlord and barbarian and then have to meet them in at uh for the love of wrestling and they're like we want to say three poa on a tag team match i'd just start we, we'd fuck them up well with a blade or whatever maybe like, well, <laughs> no, no, Irish, just just push them near a bin or something i don't know what you guys do um <laughs> Epic protectors, they've uh, finished. So you wanted to add a bulldogs, a demolition, or um, a powers of pain, and, and when you ship their protector, you wanted to purchase a protector that also fit in with the Hasbro's. They will, they are finished, and they're on the way to the Epic HQ via the sea, which means that, as we know from Zombie, it could take a month, it could take four years. We we don't know. Um, but, I read you know, that wrong and thought he was sending them to the US for some reason. Um, no, to... they've been sent to us. He's put us by the sea. Uh, um, that's it. it's, and and don't reinf- worry. reinforced edges. People, listen. Uh, reinforced Re- Adam Copeland's now. Sorry. Oh, well, sure look. And can you see clearly through those protectors? <laughs> you can. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, can, oh, but... oh, we on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Luke's never going to let us do this again. Uh, rated double R superstars. Um, <laughs> the Wrestle Mega Stars logo will be on the front bottom, <laughs> not the front bottom, the front bottom right, and the Epic Toys logo on the top for the single and the double. So the singles will fit single Hasbro's as well as the new uh, Wrestle Mega Stars cards. I believe Mitch's also fit into a uh, Defender like this, and they're Hasbro sized cards. They are. No, I'm just looking at them here. Yeah. And um, so- and zombies, but zombies are different parts on the card from time to time. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So the single and double will fit into the Hasbro's. So they won't won't, won't fit zombies. To be fair, and uh, just because it's just the way they sit. In the card. Just the way it is. And I can only say that, but just by eye from looking here, actually, in fairness, I wasn't going looking or or if anyone's listening, looking for trouble. Um, yes, they do. You can say that you I should probably read things before I announce. Yeah. Um, We've seen the Onita prototype. We did. We, um, you could say that you've seen the Onita prototype. We, we saw Onita um, sort of coloured in, sort of yeah. painted, uh, the painted sample. By Callum, uh, who came on a couple of weeks ago, and we didn't talk about what he does. Uh, but <laughs> when, when they share the, the picture of the Onita painted prototype, I think it's going to blow people away. Uh, it's got yes. the, the, I don't know how much we can talk about it, but it's got the Jake Punch arm yes. action. Yes. Um, lovely done. blue pants and tank top. It's done Tippy's drawing absolute justice as well. Um, we're really looking forward to it. And I know people might know who Anita is or only know, like, you know, say, oh, this was Moxley's influence. But, like, is that not the fun thing about it that you can go and look it up and, and go back to... The Cella podcast with Pablo and Brett FMW, and you find out a lot about Anita, or follow Brett FMW on Twitter, and you find out a lot about Anita. And it's really fun, it's really engaging. It was a really weird time in wrestling, and it was a really fun time in wrestling. Really looking forward to the Anita Dolly. I need to message him and get him on. Yeah. Atushi Anita. No, not Anita. Maybe. Uh, I think in Brett. Just tell us to fuck off and somehow beat us up from Japan. I need to not message him then. Um, oh, don't like he'd probably be like specifically don't message me ever. Um, but they they look lovely. And Callum's been putting up some um, lovely pictures on Instagram of of different sabus and stuff he's been doing the last couple of weeks. I think Raven customs as well that have been looking good. So um, Callum is a tremendous painter and a tremendous dude. 
is a painter indeed. Um, we also saw another mystery person who we won't be about to reveal yet, but um, it's going to come with two accessories. So one for an upcoming series will be revealed in due course. Uh, two accessories that both look bloody lovely. Um, in my opinion, it's someone that's missing from the Hasbro era. Am I right and said that maybe a bit before? No, you're on the money. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's someone that oh, will certainly slip in there. Uh, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's a hard one because he didn't let us give much away. And he's right to, actually, in fairness. But uh, so there is someone else. It's like the a soap opera. There's someone else. Yeah. I know next week, but it might be next week that we announce it. But in some weeks, so at some point we will announce it. And it's then more, more like the um conservative party at the moment, isn't it? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, a braver man than I would do a spoiler on an epic series. Bigger. Braver man than I. I don't know what the fuck. You've had a stroke. What's wrong with you? Suella Braverman was fired today. Oh, I, I didn't know her first name. All right. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for being so... Have you had a stroke? <laughs> <laughs> um, the giant haystacks replacements that we've fully been waiting on for bloody ages. Um, has what? been a while. Um, the replacements are finally shipping from the factory this week, so... Um, not long now before you get any replacements if you are waiting for replacements. I believe as well that the mock figures forum, if there is any leftover, will be on the on the website as well, you imagine. Yeah, look, it's 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 kind of burying the ghosts as well, and fair play to them for doing it. They couldn't not, but also fair play to them for doing it and doing it right as well. So. Yeah, doing it right as to be the it's not like they just rush jobbed and, and sent a load of loose over to be carded. They've actually been made. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um it would have been nice if maybe the I don't know whether they could have done it or not, but put like a little something on the back of the cards, maybe so people it's a bit more rare, maybe, if it's mock. Do you know what I mean? Mm, it's a tough no. one. I, I said this to Luke and he's very everything like that. He's anti everything like that for now, anyway. Because he's his words, not mine. Collectors have had the piss taken out of it for too long, but yeah. it's stuff like that. He so. likes Turkish delight, so yeah, so he's a fucking pervert. Um, the killer bee mask samples. So, uh, the killer bees, uh, obviously due to come out, the words used to come out in like the uh, Ethan Page style body, like a Rip Martel style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I believe they're going back to the drawing board with the yeah. There, the but it's very, very much in train. And I think when we first saw them, they were going to be like magnetic heads, one with a mask yeah. on, yeah, like demolition. But rather yeah. than that, what they're doing is they're going for the standard uh, heads, uh, the lovely heads, and they're going to have a um, condom style. Kate's words, not ever. A fabric yeah. style mask uh, popped over the top of them. Like the 70s. Like the 70s. Um, yeah, but they'll, they'll, they'll be um, be good when they're done. The masks are being, the oh, samples really, are being sorted. And like kind of pushing about a yellow card, but I don't know, they want to be uniform with the other cards, but because it's killer bees, you know, like. Yeah, I mean, well, I think we, we pitched, didn't we, that we wanted like the two packs that all have their own unique colours. 
Yeah, that's not gonna happen. I don't know because demo in blue, Powers of Pain in black, um, Bulldogs in red, these in yellow. Can't announce the rest. Do they have their own colors? Yeah, some of them do. Yeah, I mean, in my head, it's just like a collection of Mr. Bean VHS tapes, and it's just all the different. I know, and then if it's a uniform design with the colors, it's just it's so well. You see. I'm a magpie anyway, so shit like that always gets me. Like, say, hence collecting VHSs. I'm not gonna fucking play them. I just love the covers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, cool. Um, so like you know, I don't know. My taste may be different to the guy next to me's taste. So, hey. condom mag uh, heads on the way. Put a Johnny on your stinger. Um, we all, we also saw. Uh, they're working on something Luke said something special for the DDP release um, the pre-order of that will be more likely going up in December I'd imagine yeah um, we, we've seen the the backgrounds to the what's happening with the DDP and yeah we, we know full well like what's going on with it and, and it's going to be it's going to be amazing Yes, it really is. Um, there's, and then for kind of mock guys as well, it's going to be just as special or people who like to display something different as well. Maybe I'm letting too much out of the bag at the moment, but uh, it's going to look fantastic. And I'm very excited for it. And it's going to be one of the ones that like I'm so, such a pure loose collector, but I think I'll have to get a second one. Yeah, and it's one of the things that like, you, get, you get one shot of DDP. So they, they couldn't do... Yeah. A DDP and a variant, you know what I mean? So it was, it was sort of a yeah, yeah. DDP 91 next year, it's not happening like so yeah. far as it's advanced. It, it's a, D, a DDP, he gets so it's one and done. Uh, bang, <laughs> that's, that's the condom wearing again. Um, yeah. uh, the British Bulldog molds are also complete. Uh, which means that the final product sample should be with Epic soon, uh, which they'll be able to show off um, for that. Uh, another th- a theme for this, really, it's still on course for the estimated date, which was um, around sort of January time. January, Jan, Jan, Feb. I'm saying Feb because Chinese New Year. Yeah, that's the thing. So obviously if it, captured, if it gets made before Chinese New Year, then it will be in hand January. If it doesn't catch that, it'll be February. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, no, we had uh, companies who still haven't delivered you the Chinese New Year's misuse. The, the, that's the, the two parameters you've given are the only two parameters, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I imagine yeah. full well that we'll see a, a slow up, um, at the sign because at the moment it seems to be like bang, 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 bang for all the figures, isn't it? Yeah, um, that Mitch had three last this month, uh, yeah, to come out this month, this week, even uh, Savio and the Godwins, and then. Where Men of the Mission only came out, what, six weeks ago? Yeah, true, true. And the Godwins, um, have they arrived in rock in the UK in the rock and roll collectibles? Um yeah, no, I've not seen them. I've not seen them, but they're not far away. They're not far like, away. So you, after Mitch. So we imagine we'll probably see a slowdown with Chinese New Year, um, with that sort of thing, uh, as it would with, well, with... Trump, need to do a voice about it. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, that's, that's the dream. Uh, so yeah, still on course. <laughs> still on course for January for that. 
Uh, and the pre-orders for the Bulldogs are still open if you wanted to get your Bulldogs in for the uh, January or February delivery date. And also the protectors are still up for, well, technically a pre-order uh, with the figures as well on the epic-toys.co.uk website, where you will also find, Daniel. Series 2, back in stock. Back so, in stock. Back in stock, because they had to just make sure everybody was sorted with everything before they could put anything up and make sure no damages and all that sort of shit. All that sort of, sort of shit. That's not very professional. All that sort of <laughs> stuff. From JML, we've got ha- probably Hakus on the website as we speak. And people like Haku. And people like likes to scalp Haku. And there's no need to scalp Haku. You can just buy Haku uh, like a normal person. Yeah, uh, Haku's good. Um. I like Haku. I think as a a series, Nova's probably my favorite. The Haku figure. Initially, I was excited publicly. I was slightly underwhelmed by its size and its facial expressions. But the more I look at it, the more it sits so well with Andre. Sits so well with Demolition. So yeah, Haku. And I'm not just saying that for the last to sell them, like. Uh, yeah, is that, and I think Nova's probably the, the sleeper of the series for me. Yes, 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 yes. And Tanga, Tama, or no, Tangaloa. Tangaloa. I've got this wrong for many, many months, and Shearshot will just go nuts. Um, <laughs> Tangaloa has no right to be as good as it was. I didn't think the drawing was good. I didn't think the, well, no, I thought the drawing was good. It's Tippy's drawing, but I didn't think it was going to be good, mm. if that makes sense. Um, it's really good. Brilliant. And gold yeah. on a figure. Gold on a figure, who'd have thought? Yeah. But I know, yeah, no, they paid for it. Or or they it wasn't anything to do with money and they like you know. They like gold. Yeah. Um so yeah, in, re- in recap, Powers of Pain uh, leaving the factory this week uh, in Epic HQ. Fingers crossed next week, all being well with the delivery. Demolition to follow after. If you ordered Powers of Pain by itself, you will get it by itself. If you ordered it with another pack, i.e. Demolition or Bulldogs, you they it will be sent once Demolition are in stock and or Bulldogs. I can't get any clearer than that, but there'll still be people complaining. Yeah, boy. Um, let's move on to all the other news, shall we? Let's go. Let's go. Let's start off hot because we're in no rush. Um, the, uh, rush toys, rush collectibles, um, rush monsters, I guess you call them now. Uh, put our post uh, last week, I think just after we recorded, I think it was last Tuesday actually. Uh, saying about how they have sadly now stopped going for the wrestling figures side of things. So the Extreme Ringmasters has been stopped. The uh, Ringmasters standards, so i.e. Series 2 and all the other ones, uh, have been stopped uh, as well as the minifigures have been stopped after the roadblock and the Joey. What a place to finish it. Um, or start it, as the case may be, because people still haven't got them or any updates. Yeah, I mean... Well, for me, I think it does go to show that the, the Extreme Remasters never actually got started. No. Because if if you're still making a Lawrence, uh, Maurice Tillet, yeah, then surely you'd, you'd, you'd carry on making the, the Extreme ones, uh, even if you had just like the prototypes of the mould. We haven't seen any updates from it, apart from artwork. They were from, only, they were only ever drawings. They were yeah. only ever drawings. Literally. Exactly. Yeah, so I, I'd imagine that that's 
that they, they, they were just never going to get made. Um, I don't think it was just a crazy idea by someone who was just just all ideas and all fart and no shit. This is it. This is it. And look, you know, there's a lot of I, I've complained probably if you aggregated up for hours on this podcast about rush collectibles and their behavior. Um, I am not going to sit on this podcast and go ha 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 dancing on graves is fucking classless it's a good day for collectors and if we look back and we see what Sal and to a lesser extent Mitch have done to the other companies it's good, been good for collectors too because they've pushed the pre-order model out to be complete, pretty much frowned upon I mean those people who were like, oh, you know, this is open to um, all manner of things. And then Charles pulled his shit. And then it, everyone knows that. But people wanted to be trusting. They want mm-hmm. to support something from the ground up. But so, you know, like you can't sit there and go, uh, I told you so. When people want to be supportive and, you know, when people want... paid for them. It's not like people didn't pay for them, is it? Like People pay for them. Yeah. Morris Tillet was paid for in June 22 and we got a picture of a penis last week a year and a half later like my son, you did <laughs> my son is older than pre-orders i have at rush collectibles his first birthday was last weekend like so i mean <laughs> come on um what like it's it i think it's classes for me to we can go through all his misdeeds and stuff like that and kind of say well what will we learn from this well we'll probably be a bit more calloused about people coming into the market should we be yeah because we should demand the best, and we should demand the best from Epic, we should demand the best from ZST, we should demand the best from Mitch. And um, if we're not, not doing anyone, that, yeah, if we're not sure. doing that, then what, what are we doing in the first instance? Like, we can personalize this to Sal. Sal is simply not up to it. There's no point. Arguing with Sal and arguing with the content of anything he says is a bit frivolous at this point as well, because who wins? What, what do you get? You, you get a few likes for a dunk on someone, it's pushing to the point of kind of, you know, just leave them alone and leave it alone and let's move on and learn from it. Yeah, I think as a as a community, we can we could certainly look at this as a as a shit stain on, on the toilet bowl of wrestling figures, couldn't we? Um yeah, I mean we have had we had one series, so series wasn't good. We had a series of, of interviews where just no wrongdoings from his side, and I think it was just yeah. Yeah, no, and that's when I, I realized, like, actually, when when he messaged saying, "I don't want Dan interviewing me," like, I'm just a human being, like, I'm not threatening to him. I don't, I don't want him not to succeed. But what what was he afraid of? Like, what? Well, everybody and their mother knows what he's afraid of. Asking questions, he'd have to answer. And you did such an excellent job because I may have asked a question too directly, and just would have ended the interview and got one. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's just. Just a case of yeah, some so it was better off that I wasn't there, but like you know, really from then I knew that this guy is going to show no contrition and take no culpability to the point of saying really weird and pseudo racist shit. Like so, like yeah, I think like the, not someone to be engaged with at this point. I don't know if it was <laughs> the final nail in the coffin, box so he sent out someone's order in an Amazon box. <laughs> Yeah, funny. funny. Um, well, it, it would be funny if people weren't parting with their money. Like, I mean, it's a hobby. I mean, for me, the whole thing is you know, the friends you make along the way, and that's a fact. So, like, you well, know, I think all... for me, the Amazon box is such like a, 
don't know, it's such a metaphor for the whole, the whole thing. It really is. Like, <laughs> it's just someone that is clearly, because when you send a, an order out that you get from eBay or like someone from the groups, you use a recycled Amazon box. Yeah. So it's someone just misunderstanding just what they're doing, like what the whole, like, something so innocent of, oh, I'll just reuse this Amazon box. And then just the people very basics were lost. Yeah. Which, also, he, he put a post up on Instagram the other day with just a link to his website. He just spelled his website wrong, which... <laughs> I mean, Sorry. yeah. I mean, you can make fun of that all we like, but it's just kind of like... Sounds like help he needs, not hassle. <laughs> hostel. <laughs> um, speaking like, of hostel... I think put it best like, like two weeks ago. Just, just ignore it and hopefully it'll go away. Like. Well, it has. Uh, it has indeed. Um, but I think there is a, a gap in the market for those minifigs. I sort of like you know, if it was done by someone. Yeah. I think there's a gap in the market for Larry Zabisco. Um, um, oh, I Rogue, think there still is. There still is. Roadblock and and Morris no, and no. Jonah. Yeah, you, you peaked. You peaked too soon there with the first one. When, when I think if it was good though. Huh? If it was good, and and then like yeah. Morris T or. Morris Thiele and Roadblock fucked and made Mitch's Henry Godwin. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, I think the Roadblock road done the, the the character itself justice. Um, when the, Lauren, the Morris Thiele one comes out, I think that will be it for those. The Chris Van Vliet maybe could have done with a, a better organiser, but what can you do? Uh, R.O.P. to Rush. R.O.P. to Sal in the wrestling world. Um, i I I sincerely do hope that the monsters thing does work out for him. Um, and I just he, can't see it. I can't see it, but we don't no. know anything about the monsters. I heard, I heard from multiple, multiple independent sources, loads of them. So I'm not hanging anyone out like that. He'd never sign the Patriot at any point. <laughs> well, I heard that he was yeah. Del, Wil- Del Wilkes, which he had signed with, but. Del Wilkes didn't own the rights to the name the Patriot or own the likeness to the Patriot. It was either Del Wilkes or the other one that played that portrayed the Patriot. One of the Tom Brandy. Yeah, Tom. It might have been Tom Brandy actually. I think Del Wilkes does own the rights. Yeah, that's the other way around. So it might have been Tom Brandy that he had signed, which doesn't own the rights to the Patriot. Oh wow, that's amazing! So Mm. it'd be like me signing like Glenn Jacobs to do a Diesel figure. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, or an Isaac Yankum or something similar like that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I think that's that's sort of the the, the, the gist of it. And obviously, as we all know, Ultraman the uh, the license for that was lost because Ultraman just loves listening to the major podcast, and that's how yeah, he lost the license. No, that, was, that was a major major lie. Like nobody gives a shit what wrestling podcast people say, unless like, you're a wrestling podcast like listener. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, Ultraman people aren't going to listen to the major pod, are they? They're not. They're not. Yeah. And I understand like wrestlers and stuff might listen to it, or like say James Storm um, might listen to it, or might be friends of Cardona, or speak to Brian Myers at TNA or something, and then yes, of you know I mean, um, something like that could happen. But I can see it by wrestlers, like yeah, we've actually seen that happen in the background, like but yeah, um, yeah, like no, I can't, I can't see. Uh, People who own rights to Ultraman listening to a niche of a niche of a niche oh, podcast no. to find in the two hours the bit they said about Sal. Mm. That, 
didn't happen. It just didn't it was happen. Like the girl I met in my holidays. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't just did not happen. Um <laughs> let's move on from Rush now because the rest of the world has. Uh, Grapplers and Gimmicks showed off a lovely display case with Harvey <laughs> Whipple knocking about in there, looking remarkably like the Series 2 uh, Ted DiBiase. As does Ray Rougeau, yeah. No, they, they really do. Um, great signing. Again, Mitch, king of the signings. Hey, he's uh, got contacts. I don't, know, I, I don't know why he wears glasses, because his contacts are so good. He does, he does. He gets he gets in there. He gets in there. And uh, all credit to him for that. Um, but you know, I mean, uh, Savio's been decent. I've been, I've had him here on the desk for a week because I haven't been up in the old sex attic. Um, and it's all right. Like, I mean, it is Sergeant Slaughter's mold, like, but yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Um, yeah, and the shoulders, um, the shoulders just. But that's the only bit. It, it, it's pretty decent. Otherwise, I have to say, there's no point in like, you know, just. Making fun for the sake of making fun. Well done. No, it looks like a, a good figure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, look, it looks like it's smooth. You you hear people like, oh, it's the greatest homage to Hasbro. So, of course it is. It has their fucking moulds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not really, a, not really a homage if you're just using the, yeah. Yeah. the same thing. Is it like, if I have leftover Chinese on the Sunday, it's not a homage to the Saturday's Chinese, is it? No. It's no. just Saturday's Chinese warmed up. Exactly. Um, I'm not sure what it is. Um, and we oh, also, uh, the Godwins, what they call the farmers, I think he's called them with the pig in the slop bucket. The slop bucket actually has slop in it. Um, you know that? Like, like plastic slop. Was in like, is it molded in slop? Yeah, no, I was thinking you can't like slop sunny. I fucking can, 20 quid. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think they look quite good. Uh, people we can play about the seams on them on the back, but once again, like you do display them face on, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think people just nitpicking, like you can nitpick at anything, can't even say, yeah, no, I think I think they would have put some corners on their old face scan there, but oh well, yeah, I don't think there's a face, but I mean, I think everyone's got their faults at the moment, haven't they? Like. The bruiser Brody staining from zombie. Um, you know, the big rubber guy's eyes and you know, the uh well, and and the yellowness of the Godwins and so on. So they nothing's without their faults, I think, but the important thing is you can just put them on a shelf and people walk past or you can walk past and just not notice the difference. I think when you look you fine-tune and look into some all the figures, they're gonna have their own defects because yes, absolutely. absolutely. At the, the day these are Small businesses, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Well, look, here's an Anvil Hasbro, it's shit, but yeah, the Anvil Hasbro that's got abs and a big old gut, yeah, yeah, that one, that specific one in the new foundation. Year looks like if you lay on top of like a muffin tray for a bit, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, um, yeah, if I laid on top of Jade Cargill for a bit and I got off, I imagine that's what my abs look like. Like pouring batter into a waffle iron. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I presume you'll never get to do lay on Jay Carr. No, she didn't, didn't respond to my DMs. Her loss. Her <laughs> loss, yeah. Um, <laughs> your loss, Jade. Uh, Ringside Fest is uh, 
I think we'll choose a Wednesday this week. So it'll probably be tonight if you're listening to it on Wednesday or last night. How was it? Was it good? Um, we, saw the, <laughs> we saw a uh, <laughs> the first series leaked from it, and it looks like an absolute dishwater of a dull series. Uh, Seth Rollins, Dominic Mysterio, Cody Rhodes, Damian Priest, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Bailey. I don't know if I'll ever be able to reproduce after hearing that. <laughs> well, that fucking boring. No offense, and I'm sure the figures can come out great. Like, well, just overproduced, there's, overexposed talent. There's no um. Well, we've, we've had sort of have a Balian Survivor Series last year lineup. Nakamura yeah. was in Elite '96. He doesn't change outfit enough for it to or look enough for it. Yeah. Damien Priest was in the Rumble series, and I think he was also in like a series recently. Um, Cody Rhodes has been in every series going this year. Uh, Dominic Mysterio seems very popular. Yeah. Um, Dominic Mysterio is in Elite 106, and Seth Rollins is just the latest ones in the top picks, which has just come out with the Dusty Rhodes outfit on from How Wanna Sell. So we've had all of these in the last 18 months. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah, crazy. But hey, why not start off strong with Elite One Hundred Nine like that? I think that's probably the they they move they move units. I mean, they're popular. But... Well, we'll see. We'll probably see them on the shelves and reduced uh, for a while. Um, that's all I had on the other news. Dan, did you have anything else that I didn't cover? Uh, this week I don't think so. I got my I got I bought some microbars. Did you, uh, what did you get? The mini ones? Friend of, no. Friend of the show, Willie Wilson. Uh, got a one-man gang and an Akeem, who are different people, okay? Well, one's, uh, one's, one's African, one's American. Exactly. Um, neither are African-American. Uh, and <laughs> I got the Iconics, who I absolutely love. I've, I've underrated talents. How the hell were they released? They, um, they weren't uh, cool, the Iconics, were they, on the Indies? Oh, the inspiration. Inspiration of two eyes. Both of them had babies. I think I think Peyton Royce is coming back or has come back. Um Billy Kay, extremely talented. Um will probably be on maternity leave as well. So that's great for them. Anyway, I I think they were just such huge talents to WWE and kind of underused. And then a double J, the one with the hat that lights up, but it, do, it doesn't light up with the hat no, that I've got that same one. That's, that's a lovely it's, figure. It's amazing. The um, um the icon of Billy K in particular in the 2021 Rumble was yes. fantastic. Yes, yes. Um, and say, oh, but they're work rate or whatever. Shut the fuck up. That's not. They, they were they were good <laughs> on the microphone. They were funny. Um, mm-hmm. I think even like the Evolution pay per view and they had the Battle Royal. Yeah. And they come out and just run everyone down before the match. Yeah. And then he got chucked out straight away. I think stuff like that I quite like. Peyton Royce was very good in the ring. If you look at when they split up, I think because they lost to Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan yes. uh, in a tag match, uh, which was pretty pointless. They had to split up. And then Peyton Royce went on a singles run. Uh, and this was still during the pandemic. And she was great. She was fantastic. Billy yeah, Kay came in a month or two after, and she was eating pins for Asuka on NXT in twenty. 20- mm. 15, 14, 16. I saw her live. She's a super talented wrestler and a super talented entertainer. Billy Kay is a god tier entertainer and hopefully comes back to do whatever. I 
follow her on Instagram actually, and she's doing excellent class. So she'll do well. She'll be fine. Uh, she's the sort of person that m- will not necessarily need wrestling unless she wants it. Yeah. Uh, I, no buyer, like, she'll she'll pick up stuff um, going along and there won't be a bother on either of them. But I just think that I don't think they were featured in... They, they did a little run in TNA, but I don't think they were featured in WWE as much as I would have liked. Now, they got their moment in Australia, which is so fucking rare for WWE. Mm. Um, Once again, that was a good match. Um yeah. What did it they they won a tag match, didn't they? Yeah, and they won and they got their win at WrestleMania as well. They won the tag titles at Mania in the Fatal Four Way, didn't they? The Fatal Four Way that the girls Bailey and Sasha had the issues with. Yeah. No, that was it. Um but I think yeah, if we look on the whole those releases that they were released in, um, that's like sort of spat. They're all people that were still young enough and talented enough to come back and yeah. to do so I think that was at the time I think it was like Gargano might have been in the same amount of releases much, yeah. and Bronson Reed and I'm not sure. Uh, Dexter Loomis and stuff. Yeah, so I think that, that was the sort of batch of releases where you sort of think, right, these people can go on to do stuff and impact, pick a lot of them up. And I think the Iconics will, even though they will have children on maternity, I think they'll come back. Uh, come back, I'd we'll say. Good pick yeah, up. Yeah. Peyton was, was on a Australian shows with her husband fighting Matt Cardona a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. Picture in the bollocks a few times. Who was, who was looking after the baby? Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, Australia, I assume, her parents. Yeah, or... Uh, Kyle Minogue and Jason Donovan. Yeah, or, or, or a wild dog racist. A dingo, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> the um, apologies to all Australian listeners for our political... I'm not that sorry. <laughs> no, it's fair. <laughs> Should we have the rest of the trailer top five? Let's do it. Um, well, I've done the last the last few of these, Dan. So you can um, you can take the wheel on these. All right, bear with. Folks, <laughs> <laughs> I can find it on the WhatsApp here. Now I'm just filling air here, people. Just filling air. I found it. I found it. So this week's wrestling trailer top five, number five, ringside exclusive Dan Housen, which seems to be moving units. People are really into it. Hey, it's a good um, figure. It's a good figure. It's not one for me. It is, and people love Danhausen figures, and I love a Danhausen figure. But I don't love loads of Danhausen figures. But hey, who the fuck am I? Um, Dan Bassett, no figures. Yeah, the Usos two pack fall in at number four, not to be confused with the rapper two pack. They are a two pack of Jimmy and Jay Uso Ultimates, and people also oh. really, really like them. That was what I um. Called the episode last week in case you're wondering. Figgy in Figgy in two pack. I did. I see it. And I've only just got it now. Brilliant. Well done. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening, friends. Um AEW Supreme Penta. Very, very nice figure. And then let must have been a discount on this one, but also a cool figure is number two, Legends X Pack. I can tell you why that's uh that's shifted units. Because he's coming over for the for love of wrestling. 
ah, there you go. There you go. Now you know. Uh, I watched an interview with him a while ago, and he said he fucked Jenna Jameson. So mm. yeah. Fair play. What's, what's bad between two consenting adults? Number one this week is Hiromu Takahashi, Red Cat. Red Cat. That's a great number one. Um, I think most of those are still available. I think he's downhousing sold out, though. Um, I'm trying to get on the rest of the trade website now, but it's not working. So I'll just send a screenshot to the shout bolts to fix that. Um, so maybe, maybe it's still on there. You, um, can't, you can't buy it because the website's down at the moment. But... Hopefully, it won't be Wednesday morning when people are listening. Go on the website, people. Go on the website. We haven't got a discount code for you. We don't need one. They're cheap enough. Go buy some stuff. Two from JML. <laughs> um, Yes, yeah, so as I mentioned, we or I, I did an interview, was, interview uh, a podcast with Toy Collector Chris, which um, I messaged him after and said, um, we do a Hall of Fame segment, so if you'd like to give your Hall of Fame um, matches over, we'll read them out and give our opinions on them and, and our memories of it as well. Um, obviously, until ne- or next week, obviously, we'll have maybe some Survivor Series ones between you and I. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I, I watched Survivor Series 1988 the other day. It was great. It's way shitter than, than you remember, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> did the killer bees wear um, condom? They were, they were in 1987. Oh, was that the year before? Yeah. I always get my 80s confused. I know, you're you're, 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 you're a chap. You're only I, wasn't, a chap. Yeah, I wasn't born to 1990, so that's probably why. Oh, so. <laughs> um, but in a number one... Uh, Number Ray, three. Well, one, two, and three is three. It's, it's not like it isn't put in order of like. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. So number one, uh, Razor versus HBK from Mania Ten. Chris has put that ladder match just sets everything apart when talking about the ladder matches. I want to do the voice. Yeah, it was a ladder match, but you can still take the ladder out of the mix, and it's an amazing match. Ladder spots aren't over the top, and I think it is put together. It's a put together, well put together match. It wasn't a well no. put together sentence. Um, no, <laughs> um, I yeah, I think on the surface that match he's looking at oh, it's a ladder match, but I think it's a ladder match that makes complete sense of yeah. two people that try to beat each other to a point where they can climb a ladder and win a match, which may seem like the most standard thing to say for a ladder match, but that's lost its the thing the gimmick, in the last. The gimmick should it should be the about the feud going into the gimmick. Like Hell in a Cell lost, it's like, you know, it lost its luster when you're forced to have a Hell in a Cell match at a, at a pay-per-view, or multiple as the case may have been over the years. So absolutely, it it it, it is the, the blow-off to something. Now, granted, I know they fought again at SummerSlam. But... Yeah, I think, like, if you look at ladder matches now, maybe like a Money in the Bank or something similar, Normally, quite early in the match, there'll be a ladder set up underneath the briefcase or belt um, or contract, wherever it may be. And then there'll be a baby face in the ring. And rather than just climb on the ladder and, and get in the briefcase or the belt, they'll just bounce off the ropes and do a flip over the ropes. And it's like it sort of lost its um, point, I guess would be the term I'd use. Like uh, the, the point of the match is to win the match by climbing the ladder. Whereas, yeah, I think this was. A match was done yeah, so well. No, I mean, there's logic bypasses in this because if there's no rules, it's like, well, you know, bring a weapon. 
Yeah. Uh, is and that as fast as you can up the ladder. <laughs> so I think with this, it was the first time WWF had um, like televised or like mainstreamed a ladder match. I think they Brett and Sean had one before, I'm right in saying. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like hot on a pay-per-view, was it? No. Uh, like this was. Um so I think then that's like it was groundbreaking for the time, and the match now still holds up, whether you include ladder in there or, or not. Similar yeah. for me in the Triple H, the Rock that they had in like ninety seven or ninety eight SummerSlam. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, really good match. And even now, I look at I go down like B and Q Hardware Store, and you see a ladder in the same color, and you think, do, do I pick it up just to? Just to recreate that yeah, yellow one, ladder. One day in work years ago, there used to be this arch that, like, um, you know, for cars to drive under in a big office building. And uh, this guy's two guys on both on their own ladder. And all I could think about doing was like pushing both ladders yeah. over. <laughs> hopefully, and, and hopefully they'd land in the bin. Like, oh, no, they, they'd bounce, they'd probably bounce off. That's all. Oh, yeah, that's the standard. And I'd win whatever money they were doing. Makes it a like. I think as an adult now, you can't walk past the ladder without wanting to tip it over. No, not one of those ladders. I won one against the building. Yeah, leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. There's <laughs> a there's a, a painter, decorator, or a window cleaner up there. Yeah. Just just don't touch it. Um, number two is but Mike Awesome versus Masato Tanaka. 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 I was right the first nah. time. Um, one night stand. Uh, he's put, holy fuck, if you want bye, something bye. to remind you of how good ECW was and could be, watch this. It's 10 minutes of two guys going out and going strong. Probably before Strong Style was a thing. The only downside is Joey Styles making digs are awesome. Um, Unfortunately, it's not before Strong Style was a thing at all, but... Uh, I, I, maybe for, like, over here... Yeah, yeah, yeah. For more mm. proliferation in New Japan and other, but we had all well, the majority of Tan- uh, Tanaka's style, wasn't it? So. Yeah, we had all Japan in the 90s and uh, we had ECW before that, but this match was so good that it doesn't need to remind you about how good ECW was because ECW wasn't as good as people remember. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, it, it, it hasn't aged well. The match that Chris is talking about has but it's like, it's because it's crazy. It's crazy. 10 minutes of crazy. And it's well worth checking out. Even the pay-per-view in general, like you get back yeah. and watch that and the crowd are red hot. The action's really good. Um, I think just the, the blend of having the WWE superstars and the ECW guys yeah. that they brought back for it. There's an air of, of, of genuine around it, which is, which yeah. is rare before and gone since. Like, the hostility. Is it the one where, where Orton gets punched? Is that this one? No, that's the next one. That's the next one. Um, even that, they'll still, still rowdy. So this um, this pay-per-view in a hole is certainly worth a rewatch if you haven't gone back and watched it since. It is actually a pay-per-view in a hole as well. There's no real storylines going into it. No, no. It's like what like Forbidden Door is now. Yeah, and the only letdown on it has been Wa versus Guerrero. It just didn't click that night for whatever reason. Um, there's, a, um, there's a wonderful three-way dance in it as well. I want to say, is that this one or the one after with Tajiri Guido? Guido and Super Crazy. I think, yeah, I believe so. And it's just, it's fantastic. I think it's that one. Um, Jim, you know, watch, watch anything tonight. Sit down and watch that. 
Yes, absolutely, absolutely worth the watch. And uh, in in a vacuum, it's it, it can be watched as well. You don't need to have been invested in it before. Uh, good action, phone action, hot oh, proud as well. So. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, and number three, uh, AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels from TNA Unbreakable. Uh, it's with TNA at its best. This is a classic match that um, I only really got to watch for the last three years or so. Three guys who were main event talent putting on a clinic. My only niggle was that Joe flying out the side of the ring near the end and not being involved in the finish. They needed to protect him to move them up the car, but yeah, fair, fair. Um, yeah, no, it's it, it's absolutely fantastic. As a lot of those matches around then were, and that being the standout one, and the one that kind of got more attention on TNA from around. Um, really, 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 yeah, three brilliant picks, three brilliant, brilliant picks. My um favorite thing around like that sort of time, especially around AJ Styles, that sort of time was. He had so many different finishes. He's still, he still does now, um, but he had so many different finishes of how he can mm-hmm. end a match that I think it's it's overused now. If you watch um, like New Japan or even a lot of AEW matches, mm-hmm. where the finishing like someone will just use a finishing move one week and then that'll be set up for the finish of the week after with some kick out of it. Whereas AJ Styles had. The forearm, do you use the forearm back then? We had that spiral, spiral right. tap, um, yeah. the styles clash, um, the craft calf crusher, which he used mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, some other ones he used like that, sort of not like a power driver, but like he crushes their neck on the back of his knee. And he won a few matches with Splash 450s and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, yeah. there's so many different ways that you can finish a match that when he he hits something like that and someone you can think, oh, this is the end of the match because I've seen him finish it before. Yeah. Someone kicks out of it, you get a bigger pop then. Um, yeah. Chris Jericho was very good at that as well, where he switched yeah. up to finish up. So it was like Walter Jericho, Lion Soul, double powerbomb he had for a bit. Inzaguri he used in, like, 2003. He had, like, a sleeper drop. Um, he yeah. had, like, a, a version of the Skull Crushing finale before it was the Skull Crushing finale. Uh, the Code... Um, code breaker and then now the Judas effect so he's had like seven potentially eight solid finishes yeah yeah which no. yeah I love a protective finisher yeah and the, the only one at the moment so, really is the last one I can remember off the top of my head was uh, Alistair Black or Malachi Black's kick mm. and then it kind of lost its luster after a while he kind of wasn't Used as much as as well on the main roster as he was in NXT, but like if it's like if that happens, you're dead. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think the only like real protected one now is probably the one winged angel. Yeah, because no one's kicked out of that still. End of days, um, Drew McIntyre kicked out of at Mania uh, last year, so um, that was like the last one that no one kicked out of. I think. That I can think of off the top of my head, yeah. So certainly now, so if someone will, someone will message in, and please do. We we welcome such discussions. Um, welcome you, Carlos Rankers. Great, great picks. Now must must be said. And uh, is it true that we're having a Christmas special? I just got a question in. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's no reason, no reason why not. There's enough of us to have a Christmas special. I, I did allude to having a Christmas quiz, a Quizmas. So I think uh, that could be worked out. We'll get we we'll get some of the the podcast crew on. Very much, very 
Um, but the, the point is this week you will see uh, the categories. Uh, we've got rubber, rubber and vinyl figures up first, which is Bendy's Big Rubber Guys, Total Debacle, and Funko. Um, and we also have Grapplers and Gimmicks is also up as well this week. So that will be the two. Sorry? Which gets its own category. <laughs> well, it does, because it's uh, yeah, released um, enough to to qualify for it. So. Ah, fair enough. Fair enough. Does Rush get its own category? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. Um, Epic, do they? So it's crap and then the week after is Epic. So if Powers of Pain are in people's hands by then, then... Uh, they get a goal. Then they get to go. If not, then uh, tough luck, mate. Sorry, pals. Sorry, pals. Um, <laughs> so four carries off, and I said next week we'll, we'll we will um have a look at all the different Survivor Series matches, our favorite ones. We'll probably put a post up to say like anyone wants to get the Survivor Series matches in and tell us why you want to put them in the Hall of Fame, and then we could read them out and discuss the match ourselves. Isn't that fun to be interactive, Daniel? Yes, and um, we had an idea for a segment from a listener. Um, it's Get people to nominate a pay-per-view, but not just review the pay-per-view, which we'll also do, but this may be a, a 2024 thing, uh, but, but, <laughs> but also uh, talk about what was going on in our lives at the time. Now, people are mistaken to think that my life is very interesting at any real given point. Like, uh, but You I can be therapist for it, can you? Yeah, but I think it's more like around, like, more around your, your people looking to to prod at your trauma trauma and know more about what <laughs> to find what my mum was masturbating to. Yeah, never shave. Never shave. He's acting up. That's all right, isn't it? <laughs> um, but yes, that brings us to a close for an episode. Um, we covered a bloody lot. Uh, I'm sure Epic will get some posts out during the week about the updates that we've shared today, just to put some visuals to it. Uh, we didn't actually give a Sabu update. It's probably coming next month. As it stands, yeah, hopefully hopefully pre-CNY, as they're calling it, in, 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 in the chats, which is Chinese New Year. Chinese New Year. Happy Chinese New Year. Yeah, new Year. Chinese New Year. Chinese New Me. <laughs> new Chinese for me actually later in the week Ooh, um, so guess, but we, we'll, we'll keep listeners updated yes good well Daniel thank you for your time and then uh, share with me your your Chinese if you will well my favourite no I mean just tell me when it arrives so we can wank over the pictures of the spring rolls that's fair enough that's fair enough yeah, Jamie, you have a wonderful week. <laughs> Bloody well. See you in a bit. <laughs>